successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Get a hooter. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. You're listening to KMBZ 980 AM. Uh, you could be joining us today as well on Talk980AM.com or on GrillNationShow.com. As always, I appreciate you joining me each and every week here and uh, talking to some of Kansas City's and our country's uh, movers and shakers and people who actually are doing really cool things here in Kansas City and helping people as well as building great companies in our area. I want to thank our great partners and supporters of the Grill Nation show with Chase and Grill. Our title sponsors are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, which we'll hear from later in the show, Two West Advisors and Ryan Rink, and also our honor contributors to Grill Nation, uh, Catalyst, Danny Pfeiffer is an honor contributor, the Rear KC, Jay Rieger and Co., Ryan Maybe, guest co-host and on-air contributor, Kansas Power and Light District, and Reactor Design Studios, Clifton Alexander's an on-air contributor. Again, our title sponsors are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, and Two West Advisors, and Ryan Rink. Thanks for all your support of the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. I appreciate you connecting with me on social media. I'm on all platforms, whether it's Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, find me on most of those at Jason Grill. Also, the show is on Instagram and Facebook at Grill Nation Show. Uh, really great week here in Kansas City. Obviously, people are getting excited about playoff football. Uh, I want to mention too, real quickly on that note, Sock 101 is now, uh, has, is rebranded into School of Sock. The website is theschoolofsock.com, formerly known as Sock 101. However, still offering great socks, which, uh, we come to know and love. And one of the things, uh, to get you prepared for the holidays, or not the holidays, the Chiefs holidays, which is the Chiefs postseason, is, uh, we have a red zone package, playoff pack, and uh, that's available at theschoolofsock.com or just go to sock101.com and it will lead you back to our website. It's called the red zone pack, 40 bucks, four pairs of great socks, all all related to uh, supporting your local team. And uh, hopefully Kansas City will uh, take it to the next level and uh, make the uh, Super Bowl this year. We'll see. Anyways, uh, check it out, uh, the red zone pack at theschoolofsock.com. I want to talk about our show today. We have a very exciting show. One of our uh, great friends and partners of the show is the Bank of Kansas City. Michael Viazzoli, president and CEO, is on the show from time to time and, and brings on some really exciting guests and people doing incredible things here in Kansas City. And on today's show, we'll be joined by Ryan Humphrey, who is uh, vice president of the Bank of Kansas City and also a board member at the YMCA of Greater Kansas City. He will be joined by the executive vice president and COO of the uh, YMCA of Greater Kansas City, John Mykos, who uh, is just a really great guy and uh, has some amazing stories to tell. He's been with the YMCA, uh, different YMCAs throughout this country, but he's been with the Kansas City YMCA for over three years and uh, has been with the YMCA, I think, for close to 30 years of his life working uh, for the Y. And he's going to come on the show today with Ryan. We're going to really break down some exciting new things that are going on there. Uh, we know about the traditional bricks and mortar uh, gym offerings of the Y, but we don't know about, or I didn't know about, the different things that they do uh, to help youth in our community 
to innovate. They have some really exciting innovations they're doing to uh, open new facilities, to renovate old facilities, to do some really great things in service to the poor uh, and to build community leaders throughout our uh, metro area. And uh, they're going to come on today and really talk about that. They're going to talk about their before and after school program, their leadership development, their youth volunteers, their obesity and chronic disease prevention programs. Uh, they just do so much. They're a great charitable organization here in the Kansas City area. And really excited to have Ryan and John on the show today. And last segment, they'll talk about their Challenger Fashion Show that's coming up on January 28th. And let me just pull that up here real quickly uh, to give you a little flavor. But on January 28th, there is a fashion show, uh, and it will be taking place at the Marriott Mulebach downtown. More information on that will be on the show later when we talk to John and Ryan. But really cool event where they get local athletes uh, from across the Kansas City sports scene to walk with some of the Challenger YMCA folks and uh, raise a lot of money and uh, help out some great people in our community that need the assistance. That is the uh, Challenger Fashion Show. There's ticket availability at the website, which is challengerfashion.com. And I'm really excited about that. I've never been, but I've heard great things. It's the 10th annual. Mark Tehan was one of the original people that helped to build that. And that'll we'll talk about that more on the show here in a little bit. But I wanted to bring your attention to the 10th annual Challenge Your Fashion Show put on the by the y, uh, YMCA of Greater Kansas City. I also want to bring your attention to a uh, local news story that just came out uh, recently on Startland News, which is a great site if you're into entrepreneurship, startups. And, you know, that's kind of our uh, bread and butter when we started this show was about Kansas City innovation and startups. But they just came out with their top 10 Kansas City startups to watch in 2017. It's always a, a interesting article they put out. The 2016 uh, one was very successful. But they, they spent up to 20 hours assessing more than 40 Kansas City startups and arrived at the top 10 ranking by evaluating each company's team, current traction, potential to create jobs, societal industry-specific disruptiveness, and likelihood to create major news in 2017. To be clear, this isn't an apples-to-apples list of what Kansas City startups are making the most money. It's also not to say that the local firms that do not appear on this list aren't or won't be successful. Rather, this is a list of areas' most promising companies that we feel are best positioned to have banner years in 2017. So they named these top 10 companies. I just kind of wanted to highlight some of them because I think I think they're all doing great things here in our local area. And uh, we love innovation. We love business creation. We love job growth. And so I wanted to go through those. And number one was C2FO. They have approximately 138 employees. They were founded in 2008 and have raised over $100 million. Their founder was Alexander Sandy C. Kemper. And number two was Bloom. Uh, they have 30 employees, and their founders were Chris Costello, Kevin Conrad, and Randy. I can't pronounce the last name, but uh, <laughs> Ad- 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 uh <laughs> They've raised $4 million so far, so I want to give a hat, hat, hat tip to Bloom. And number three is Farm Mobile. Um, and number four is Shot Tracker. Now, Shot Tracker we've had on the show. They have 15 employees. They were founded in 2013 by Davion Ross and Bruce Biani, and they've raised up to $10 million. Also had received an investment, I believe, and advisor uh, from Magic Johnson. Number five is Pay It. $5.8 million raised, John Thompson and Mike Plunkett. And number six was Athlete Network. Current employment count is 25. Amount raised is $2 million. So we're making it down this list. Number seven was Spider Oak. Doing great things here. $8 million raised, founded in 2007. Number eight is our great friends at Divi HQ. Brock Stickman and Brody Dorland had some uh, opportunity to work with them for a few years on some media relations type work. Uh, they've raised $3.15 million and are expected to grow this year. Number nine is Idle Smart. Uh, Harry Campbell and Jeff Lynch, also a good friend um, 
Ryan Bennett is over there, and uh, they were founded in 2011. And number 10, finalizing the list of the top 10 startups to watch, according to Startler News, in 2017 is Fitbark. Uh, current employment count is seven, and they are a we're in the Sprint Accelerator program. Have done great things. Also, want to mention some honorable mentions. Integrated Roadways was one of them. Tim Sylvester, he's been on the show. Stackify with Matt Watson, Mycroft, and last but not least is Sock 101. Thank you for the recognition, startlandnews.com. Sock 101, uh, now known as the School of Sock, uh, was uh, highlighted on this. Hoping to become a $10 million company within three years, Sock 101 has posted sales of over $1.5 million in 2015. As we like to say at Sock 101, Sock on. I want to thank our partners and supporters of the Grill Nation show. Without them, this show would not exist. They are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, Two West Advisors, Catalyst, Danny Pfeiffer is an on-air contributor, the Rieger KC and Jay Rieger Co. with Ryan Maybe, Kansas City Power and Light District, and Reactor Design Studios. Again, Bank of Kansas City, one of our title sponsors, is will be joining us today on the show. Ryan Humphrey will be joining us along with John Mykos, who's the Executive Vice President and COO of the YMCA of Greater Kansas City. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation Show. We'll be right back after the break. Running down the street like your hair's on fire. Thoughts running fast like a man on a wire. Can't stop laughing, but I don't know. I'm going crazy though. TV and the radio been watching since a baby, so I'm representing Casey Mo. Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Listen to 980 AM and talk980am.com. Appreciate you listening as well today on GrillNationShow.com as well as on iTunes and Stitcher uh, Radio. Thanks for listening to podcast as well. You can find all of our shows, podcasts, and connect with me at Grill Nation Show and also on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Very excited about today's show. We uh, are lucky to have on some very great guys who are uh, from uh, doing some great work here in Kansas City. We have John Mykos, who's the Chief Operating Officer of the YMCA of Greater Kansas City, alongside Ryan Humphrey, who's the Vice President of the Bank of Kansas City. Uh, Bank of Kansas City is a great supporter of the show and about once a month they uh they bring on some amazing guests like john today welcome to the show john how are you i'm doing well thank you it's great to see you um ymca i mean you've you've been at the ymca for quite a while talk to us about your background and kind of how you got involved in the uh the ymca it's a great organization it's a fantastic organization and it's certainly one uh that is known nationwide and one about providing service to the community i've been with the y for 28 years, and and although I'm not from Kansas City, I am from this part of the country, having uh, uh, grown up in Oklahoma and got my first involvement with Y while I was in college at the University of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, my desire at that time initially was to, you know, pursue a career in, in, in business and, and felt like that uh, I wanted to be able to do a little bit more than that uh, and had an opportunity to kind of get connected with the YMCA in Norman, Oklahoma. And I, I think that's when it first started hitting me about the possibility of looking at a why as a career and, and being able to really true make a difference into the community. I can't tell you the number of times where I've talked to a lot of my friends and other colleagues that are always looking for some sort of a meaning in their life in order to be able to give back. And I know a lot of our volunteers that connect with our why as well as other nonprofit organizations do so for a sense of wanting to for a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of people find the why in nonprofit work a calling. 
and I find it exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. Where else are you able to go to work every single day and work in order to benefit your community? So I've been here in Kansas City now for about three years. Fantastic city. Wonderful people. That's uh, good to hear because, you I, know, when you travel and you come from another place, it's interesting to hear people that have come here and have stayed here uh, to hear what they think of the city because it's changed a lot over the years. Well, I, I don't have much to, to draw upon. I don't know what it was like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I did spend before coming to the Kansas City area. I lived in uh, North Carolina in the western part of the state mm-hmm. for about 11 years where it's really known, I think, for, you know, southern hospitality and charm. And you always hear a lot about, you know, the friendly people that are in the South. But I, but I must admit, you know, my short time here in Kansas City, I think, blows away uh, the hospitality, uh, which you get here in Kansas City compared to that part of the country. Yeah, and I, uh, I've i been there. You've been there? I went there. to a wedding in oh, Asheville okay. uh, a few years ago when my fraternity brothers got married there. And, you know, I had never been to North Carolina to that part of the, the, con- the country. And uh, it's exciting. You know, it is it is kind of a different place. One of the ex-Royals, Greg Holland, is from there. And so I remember when the Royals were in the World Series, I was there, and he was in the front page of the paper, and I was kind of like, wow, I had no idea Greg Holland's from here. So it was pretty cool. But, you know, we're glad to have you in Kansas City. Well, this is, again, wonderful city, yeah. and being able to uh, have this YMCA support so many areas of our community, doing so many great work, mm-hmm. and being connected with families, uh, individuals, kids, and stuff, and the work we're able to do really makes it a rewarding experience. Very cool. And Ryan uh, Humphrey, who's uh, with Bank of Kansas City, uh, How did you get involved with the Y? I know that you uh, worked with them for a while, but now you're a, a board member. Yeah, so I've, I've worked with the YMCA. They've been a client for several years, so I got to know the executive leadership team through that avenue. But a mm-hmm. uh, little less than six months ago, uh, the, Kelly McClure, the CFO, approached me about joining the board and kind of moving to the service or volunteer side. And I jumped at the opportunity and served on the finance committee, and I really enjoyed getting to know the other board members as well as the staff and really just approaching the YMCA from a service standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, what, let's talk about this. So how big is the YMCA of Greater Kansas City? What are we dealing with here from a, from a people you serve and, and facility type yeah. operations? Yeah, great question. Uh, every year uh, we are serving around 155,000 uh, folks every single year. And, and that is in serving in uh, multiple counties around our region. And this is everywhere from what you would traditionally see us most people know us by our buildings and, and our mm-hmm. wide facilities where we have swimming pools uh, and, you know, have a gymnasium and those type of things. But we're also in uh, 90 uh, schools, uh, elementary schools throughout both Kansas and Missouri, providing before and after school care. And about another that. 20 uh, summer day campsites during the summer. And then we're involved in as well as a, a wonderful Head Start program for uh, and ten, and nine communities. Uh, in, in our area in addition to some early learning center programs. Plus, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the work that we're doing into our adaptive program for those with physical disabilities where a lot of people have no idea of the type of work that we're doing. Uh, the Twitter handle for the YMCA is Kansas City YMCA, and um, your website is KansasCityYMCA.org. Uh, talk to me about some of the exciting projects you have coming up that, well, that, that there's some really cool things that you all are doing there there's some also always some great things that are happening within our why and wish i had more time to talk a lot about them but there's a couple of new things that are happening right now which is really fantastic and, and one of the ones that very proud of and is one that is happening uh, at our linwood y which will soon become 
our new James B. Nutter uh, Community Center uh, right in Linwood, right around uh, Linwood and Cleveland, around 31st Street. And, mm. uh, we're in- involved right now with a $9.1 million renovation uh, to that facility, which is scheduled to open right around mid-February. And, and what makes that particular one exciting is, is, is has to do with the amount of development that's happening in this area that's never happened before. And alongside us, we have Truman Medical Center, who will be beginning here in a couple of months uh, to construct an on-site medical clinic right alongside our YMCA and bring another several million dollars worth of development so that we can start thinking about and in, in bringing individuals in this area access to many services, not just your traditional uh, you know, uh, sports programs and, and wellness type of programs, but really start looking at lifestyle programs like uh, healthy cooking and and looking how we can curb uh, the, the onset of type 2 diabetes and those individuals that are being challenged with cancer, how is it that we can integrate them into our program? So some cr- incredible things happening uh, in that community. Yeah, there really is, and that's part of Kansas City that uh, there's there's more and more things happening, like you said, and I think that's exciting for the city. Another one that uh, is happening that just started uh, a couple of months ago that's scheduled to be completed by the end of this year uh, is up in Atchison, another uh, a $10 million uh, project. And what's unique about Atchison uh, is that it, it's, it's a community for which the Y is the focal point of that community. Really? And that Y and that community raise money in order to ensure that, the, that its generations to follow would have a Y just like they did. And this is a Y that has been around for over 100 years. Uh, it is the, the oldest active YMCA west of the Mississippi. That's amazing. Now, that's going to change here in about you know, nine <laughs> months. Uh, but that just tells you about the passion that our community and leaders and volunteers have uh, with when they get connected to the Y. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not just a calling for the staff that, that do this work, mm-hmm. but it's also a calling and a passion for those volunteers like Ryan who have come to us and say, how is it that we can help you? And how is it that we can help the Y serve the community better, which is the place where we work and live mm-hmm. and, and we do our recreation. So it, it's all about doing great work for our community. John uh, Mykos and Ryan Humphrey are joining me today. Uh, it is funny because I was a member of the Y. I think at some point I feel like everyone pretty much is, has been to a Y or been a member of a Y, right? I mean, it, it is such I a huge so. organization, <laughs> right? Um, I want to talk to you quickly about the, before we go to break here, uh, about you talked about obesity and chronic diseases at a record level, and the Y offers some new evidence-based disease prevention and management programs to help people lead, lead healthier lives. And, and one of those is your diabetes prevention program. Um, talk to us about that. I mean, so that is a huge issue in this country, right? Yeah. And, and you guys are doing things at the Y to address that with different programs, such as your enhanced fitness program, uh, blood pressure self-monitoring. Uh, you have Live Strong at the YMC for cancer survivors. There's all these different things you're doing to try to stop obesity and chronic disease or help help address it. Yeah. I, I think this is an area where I think a lot of folks may not see the why really getting in, as involved as we have been. And this mm-hmm. isn't something that we just started a couple of years ago. This has actually been in process for almost 10 years now where mm-hmm. the why has, has worked to to identify ways to be able to reach individuals that are plagued with chronic disease. Diabetes prevention is one of those. We have almost 80 million people in this country uh, that are developing type 2 diabetes and many wow. more that come into the future. And it truly has become 
a nationwide epidemic. I mean, it's probably not a week that doesn't go by where you're not hearing the impact of what obesity is having on this country. And generally with diabetes, there's some other things that happen along with that, including high blood pressure, the individuals having to take you know, medication to deal with that, and a lot of other types of chronic diseases that go with that. So uh, we're very proud here in Kansas City to be working towards uh, offering an evidence-based program around helping individuals with type 2 diabetes. And it's all about what I call the wonder drug. You know, if people are looking for the wonder drug of what is it that I can take to help, you know, me and my family live longer and healthier lives. And that wonder drug is something that we all can do, and that's being physically active mm-hmm. and watching what we eat. And that doesn't mean that you, you have to get rid of all the things that are not good for you, but it is about moderation. So we, we, we have a It's one- always tough after the holidays. I know. One of the reason we wanted to have you on the show today, John, is because people are now having their New Year's resolutions and, and whatnot and how to get healthy again, so... Um, tough to stick with though. It is. You got to though, but you it, can do things in moderation, like you said. A- a- absolutely. And, uh, and, and that's what our team is there to be able to help you ultimately, whatever it is that individual decide to do, uh, whether it is to engage with programs at the Y, engage in working with your own family, just going outside and walking, whatever it is that's going to be, you have to do something that you enjoy doing. Love it. Uh, we'll be back after the break with more with John and Ryan. We're talking about the YMCA of Greater Kansas City today. Thanks for listening. First things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. I just want to chill, got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money, introduced her to my stove. Showed her how to whip and now she remakes it for low. She my track Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. I appreciate you joining us today and listening as always every week. You're listening to KMBZ and uh, GrillNationShow.com as well as on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Um, we are talking to John Mykos, who is the uh, Executive Vice President and COO of the Greater Kansas City YMCA. Also have Ryan Humphrey, who's Vice President at Bank of Kansas City, a partner and supporter of the radio show here. Guys, welcome back. I um, wanted to mention briefly, too, uh, we were talking about the YMCA and all the different things they do to curb obesity and uh, different types of, of chronic disease, uh, working with those to to help address those. And one of the things they have on staff is a physician to lead these efforts. You're you're one of the first local wise in the nation to have a physician on staff. Absolutely. Didn't mention that in the segment. I, I know that is a, is very big. And for, for a local Y to, to start looking at having a medical doctor on board uh, really shows the, the importance of the integration of the things that we traditionally know around traditional medicine and, and the medical community and looking at prevention. I'm very proud that Dr. Daphne Bascom, uh, just joined our team on January 2nd and will be leading efforts around working on a community integrated health model. And that's basically taking what we know in the medical community and working with our physicians and, and then connecting them into uh, community type based programs, whether it be with the Y or other types of things. So we, we hope to be able to pilot a model uh, that can be uh, looked at uh, all over the country. You're being very innovative, John, uh, with, with that. And also, too, you have some exciting new innovations in 2017 that, that I want to get into involving mobile technology and how people can, can reach a Y, maybe if they don't have a, a, an actual building in Absolutely. their area. Absolutely. So this is a very unique uh, uh, for us. Uh, we're just announced a, uh, 
a partnership uh, with an organization called Noom, and that's spelled N-O-O-M. And they're actually based in, in New York. And uh, so here we are in Kansas City uh, partnering with a organization uh, that's a leader on mobile and virtual technology to deliver chronic disease prevention programs and specifically blood pressure management and diabetes prevention. So we will be one of the, I think we may be the first local Y in the country that will be looking at a virtual platform to deliver diabetes prevention. And this is important Mm -hmm. mainly because there are so many uh, barriers uh, to individuals being able to access services. And although very proud of our diabetes prevention program where we do have that face-to-face dialogue, which is what you need, there are those times when in, in, in different parts of our community where transportation may be an issue mm-hmm. or the ability to be able to access those types of services. So what we want to be able to do is get outside of our walls and be able to reach people where they are, much like I told you earlier in a previous segment. We want to be able to engineer those types of behaviors and activities for what's comfortable for each individual. So we're going to be launching here in the next couple of months uh, a pilot program around diabetes prevention and mobile as well as hypertension. So more to come on that. That's amazing. Uh, but some pretty amazing stuff happening here And you guys are City. the first first in the country to use this, and hopefully it will be successful here, and they can uh, serve as a model in a, in a, for the rest of the country. I, I think it will be. Ryan, sure. are you excited about this mobile technology? I mean – I'm pretty pumped, and I just found out about it this morning. So, it's you know it's ex- it's exciting that Kansas City gets to be a test market for a new project like this, and it's just uh, goes to show the hard work that the YMCA does to really improve Kansas City. Yes, it does. Uh, you guys do all kinds of things, and one of the things you do is so well is before and after school programs. Yeah, um, that's important to you, isn't it, John? It's very important to me. I uh, have two children, uh, boy and a girl, thirteen and a half and fifteen years old. Uh, both of my children are white kids, and they have grown up all the way from uh, being part of an after-school program to summer camp to all the sports and the Y. I mean, the Y is traditionally known as an organization to be able to support families. And uh, having a program that's more than just child care, uh, that's school-based, that allows our staff to work not just with the kids but also with the teachers of the school, Mm-hmm. as well as the parents to ensure uh, that we are giving them an enriching experience, uh, helping uh, the school uh, with uh, being able to advance the educational needs that the school has, and most importantly, I think, also to have some fun. Have and, some and fun. In a caring, loving environment and safe environment. And one of the things you pride yourself on is leadership development. Yes. I, uh, we have, uh, have a great partnership. Uh, with an organization called Youth Volunteer Corps, and they're a national organization uh, that is based here in Kansas City for which the Y uh, has partnered with them to do a project around leadership and and more specifically around service learning. Mm -hmm. So year-round, we are working with uh, individuals 13 years old all the way up to 17 years old about giving back to the community and actually getting involved in the projects where we can actually help those that are not as fortunate as us. I got a prime example, again, using my own two children of this last summer. They spent the entire summer working in assisted living centers, helping uh, and working with uh, the elderly, playing games, and and creating value for them and and learning their stories and learning their stories all the way to working with harvesters Mm. where they went out and uh, collected vegetables out in the hot summer heat in July (laughs) and be able to pull all those things together and box those up and get them out to families that are in need. So, again, it's, 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 it's those qualities of development 
uh, with children when they're young, uh, which I believe puts them in the position to be fantastic citizens of our community. And mm-hmm. I'm seeing that uh, with even with my own children. And that kind of was one of your desires too when you got into this field is is service and desire to work in that area. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it shows through, and now you're instilling it in your kids. And you mentioned it's there's year-round activities. You also talked about the summer camp. Yeah, summer camp uh, is a program we, we offer in at least in 19 or 20 different sites uh, across the country. A great partnership, again, uh, with a lot of the school systems in both Kansas and Missouri where we have access to utilize the facilities to be do, to do a variety of things around traditional summer camps, being able to go do swimming, doing archery. Uh, we have a great partnership with the Boy Scouts of America being able to use their facilities near uh, Bonner Springs at mm. Camp Nash. Well, sure, which I've been is there. A, which is a, Talk about a, a paradise for a child that's interested in being on the outdoors and being able to play on forts and, and work around trails and trees and, and being able to work with their hands and do things outside. We, you know, in my day growing up, we called that free-range kids, <laughs> where we had an ability to be able to go outside and be able to explore uh, and being active. So we, we provide that opportunity uh, for parents right here in the, in the great metropolitan area where you're able to get away and still be in a real camp type of environment. So it's funny because you guys, there's so much for youth development. I I had no idea. Uh, you think of more traditional things the Y offers, but, you know, I I had no clue that you had all of these youth development. You mentioned the before and after school club, but also, you know, that you guys do youth achievers, right. youth enrichment, youth sports, youth youth and government and and then you also like we mentioned before you also have the healthy living aspects well well, let me tell you something about this youth achievers since you kind of brought it up and uh and it's it's an incredible opportunity where we are working with teenagers and and working and mentoring with them and and getting to the point of even being able to give them opportunities to be exposed to different colleges in fact every year uh we we go on a roadshow with what's called a college camp tour where we take a lot of the kids that we've been working with, leadership development throughout the whole year, and we go explore colleges in our area. Hmm. And, and most of the time, these children are offered scholarships to really? be able to participate in some of these colleges. And a lot of this is, you know, you, you, you get out of it what you put into it. And, and these kids and, and working with them and, and mentoring and giving them opportunities, and I think more importantly, exposing them to opportunities and, and reaching for for the stars and their goals that it is actually achievable. And mm-hmm. we, we help them along the way. It's them do. ultimately. Yeah, it is. Uh, we're just there helping and guiding them. Very interesting. Uh, John mentioned uh, a little bit about Hallmark uh, off the air. Uh, interesting story. I wanted you to share with our listeners kind of that story of uh, how the why and Hallmark are kind of connected in a way. Well, a little bit it is there. Uh, the why, I will tell you, here in Kansas City, we're the uh, – uh, we're over 150 years old here in Kansas City, making us the, uh, I believe it's the seventh uh, oldest Y in the United States. And it's just pretty amazing. It is pretty amazing for an organization to still be providing the types of services that we have over 150 years later. Uh, at one time, uh, we used to have a YMCA right downtown, and we have a vision uh, to want to restore that. I hope so. Hopefully that gets community. done one day. That would be amazing. We, we are definitely working on that and would love to get that uh, back into the downtown area. But uh, uh, early on, and this was a YMCA that did have a residence and uh, a place where men were able to uh, live. And, and because of the railroads in our area and with the and with the with with the industrial revolution at that time, it brought a lot of people to this area. So. Uh, there was a, a gentleman by the name of Joyce Hall, which a lot of the people in this area probably is familiar <laughs> with. Uh, 
Who's the hall sta- name is, the hall is, name is well known here well in Kansas known, City. Uh, who actually stayed at the downtown Y early on. And what he would do is he would draw out these cards, uh, these greeting cards, and they would be called shoebox greetings because every day he would take these cards and he would put them in a shoebox and he'd put it under his bed over at the Y. And every day he would go out uh, and, and sell these cards. And then he would come back into the Y, do the kind of same thing over and over again. Really? And which really just kind of where Joyce kind of got his start. It's pretty uh, crazy. Thought, think about it from an entrepreneurial standpoint. At the YMCA, you know, writing these cards out, you know, way back when. Uh, nowadays, when you look back, it's pretty amazing that that all kind of happened at the Y. Absolutely, and uh, 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 wonderful story. Wonderful, wonderful story. story. Uh, we're talking to John Mikos, who's the executive vice president and COO of the Greater Kansas City or YMCA of Greater Kansas City, and Ryan Humphrey, who's the vice president at Bank of Kansas City. Uh, in our next segment, we're going to have one more segment with these two great guys. Ryan Humphrey is uh, on the board, uh, is a board member at the YMCA. Uh, and also Bank of Kansas City is a great supporter and sponsor of the Grill Nation show. We're going to talk about an upcoming event that you guys are going to be, uh, putting on, which is the 10th annual, I believe, uh, really fun event that goes on here in Kansas City. Uh, it's called the Challenger Fashion, uh, and it's going to be taking place on January 28th at the Marriott Mule Black downtown. I want to get into that and talk about wh- what that does for our community and how that benefits people in our community uh, after the break. You're listening to Grill Nation Show. Thanks for joining us today on KMBZ and on grillnationshow.com. I turn the music up. I got my records on. I shut the world outside until the lights come on. Welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill here on KNBZ 980 AM and talk980am.com. Appreciate you always listening every week uh, via podcast as well at grillnationshow.com. I'm going to snap a photo of our two guests today and throw it up on the website and on all of our social media properties. Thank you again to John Mikos, who's the Executive Vice President and COO of the YMCA of Greater Kansas City, as well as Ryan Humphrey, who is a Vice President at Bank of Kansas City and a board member at the uh, YMCA of Greater Kansas City. appreciate you both joining us today. Uh, we have an Oklahoma and an Oklahoma State fan here in the studio, and they're getting along quite nicely. I'll have to say that for all of our listeners. Uh, guys, one of the things I think we need to, to state again is, is that I might not have mentioned at the top is the mission of the YMCA. Uh, you all are for youth development, healthy living, and social responsibility. The YMCA of Greater Kansas City is founded on Christian principles is a charitable organization with an inclusive environment committed to enriching the quality of family, spiritual, social, mental, and physical well-being. And, John, uh, one of the things that maybe people tend to forget is that you are a charitable organization. We, we absolutely are, and, it, and it's part of the fabric of our social responsibility uh, and in being an organization to provide benefit for this community. As a charitable organization, uh, we want to ensure that everyone, regardless of race, physical limitation, ethnicity, financial circumstance, has access to all of the services that the Y provides. And and we take that seriously. Every year uh, we make it a a strong effort to go out with partners uh, like the Bank of Kansas City to to help us uh, secure funds so that we can ensure that uh, our summer day camp program is, is, is available uh, for families who can't afford it or access to our chronic disease prevention programs for those individuals 
uh, that uh, may not be able to have access to it, or that cancer survivorship patient who is undergoing enormous amount of medical bills, and how is that we might be able to, to get them integrated into our program. So that is a huge part of our existence and why we are here in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And one of the re- one of your biggest fundraising events uh, of the year is a fun one. It's the 10th Annual Challenger Fashion Show, and it's taking place on January 28th on a Saturday. Uh, it's a special night filled with fashion and fun for a great cause. The honorary co-chairs are Mark and Lauren Tian. Mark played for the Royals for many years. Um, there will be local sports celebrities there, and they will be challenging their sense of style. We're used to see them, seeing them in uniforms. They will be in uh, nicer clothes this time around, and uh, current and former players from your favorite local teams will uh, will be there at the event. It's a fun evening that includes a dinner, fashion show, live and silent auction, along with live music. Uh, there are also Rex Hudler will be emceeing, along with Stephen St. John. Uh, runway models will, again, include professional athletes. This just sounds like a really fun event. You're going to have a live auction, a live, ba- live music from Dole White. I've seen them play. They're great. Uh, the website to check out is challengerfashion.com. And, uh, this is, sounds like a really fun event. And you all have been doing this for 10 years now. And I think it, I really think you can speak to, to John, uh, what this benefits. What, what is this show? I mean, it's going to be a great time. Everyone's going to have a blast there on January 28th. Um, but what, what does this actually do for your organization? Well, it, it, it provides those families and those individuals that are challenged. Uh, with uh, disabilities, an opportunity to get to do things that everybody else gets to do. Uh, we're so fortunate in this community that up in the Northland, we have the Fred and Shirley Pryor YMCA Challenger Sports Complex. And it's a complex that has a soccer field, baseball field, it could even be turned into a football field that was specifically built and designed for individuals with, that have physical uh, challenges and disabilities. And there's nothing else like it in this part of the country that's accessible for individuals uh, that face these challenges. And an event like this helps us raise funds to allow us to make this program absolutely free for these families. Mm. And over the last 10 years, we're now serving over 1,500 families that are now participating almost year-round. Uh, in different types of activities at this complex because it goes beyond just the complex itself. And we're also involved in doing adaptive aquatics programs in all of our uh, facilities for for swimming. So uh, this this is a signature event, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, it is so great Hmm. to be able to see these kids, you know, dress up alongside one of our local athletes as they walk the runway, you know, showing their stuff. I love it. It is so fun. It's it sounds like a lot of fun. Again, it's San, it's Saturday, January twenty eighth. Uh, it's from six to eleven at the Kansas City Marriott Mulebach downtown. That's twelve thirteen Wyandotte Street, Kansas City, Missouri six four one zero five. The website is kansascityymca.org. If you go to the bottom of the page, uh, there is a link where you can purchase tickets and get more details about the tenth annual Challenge Your Fashion Show. Again, uh, going to be a fun event at the for the YMCA Challenger program. Or they can go right to challengerfashion.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. challengerfashion.com right. too. So. It's it's all over the place. You guys, this is a great event, and I'm, I'm excited for uh, the YMCA. It's very cool. Uh, Ryan Humphrey from Bank of Kansas City, Vice President, Board Member at the Greater Kansas City YMCA. Ryan, you were talking to me about some of the things, and we talked a little bit about this on the show, 
that we're just not aware of. At, at, you know that the Y does all of these things. I mean, there, there's so many things going on. It's hard to keep track sometimes. But um, you've been working with the Y for uh, you know a handful of years. What are some of the things that you think that really kind of surprised you that, that the Y does? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I worked with the YMCA for four or five years and thought I had a really great understanding of all the services that they provided and everything they did in the community. But since joining the board, I've continued to learn more and more about all of the various services that they provide and kind of the scope of things that they do. And, you know, we were talking off air that the YMCA is the largest child care provider in the United States uh, with their before school and after school programs. The number of children that they affect on a daily basis is nothing short of astounding. It's amazing. Um, it's amazing that service that they provide here. Yeah, I had no idea. John I had no idea you had that. I, you know, I, again, I, these you always just I always just thought of the Y as going to the Y. Yeah. Right. I'm going to the Y. There's a pool there. Yeah. There's a couple treadmill. There's a great amount of treadmills out. I grew up uh, in the Northland, and uh, you all built a great Y up there in Parkville, mm-hmm. and it's been remodeled. I think since uh, driven by a few times. I mean, there's just so many renovations and so many things you all are doing. Uh, it's amazing how you handle all this. Yeah, I, I will tell you, we are very, very proud of the things that we are known for. You know, the, the swimming and, and physical activity, and 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 and, and the social engagement, and and the water fitness classes. The, the, those are wonderful ways for us to be able to connect with people but we continue to go to expand and innovate You're and look for and explore and absolutely and look for ways where we can help people and make our community a much better place to live and i think one thing too that i forget about is that you guys touch everyone from pre-k to uh to we talked about the challenger uh, group to adults over 55 i mean you touch not just youth but you're touching seniors as well Absolutely. I think the term has sometimes been used cradle to grave, and I think that's true. I mean, we really are uh, the whole gamut and being able to have something available uh, for everyone to be able to participate in. You guys have a great blog on your website as well at KansasCityYMCA.org where you can find more information. The website is very easy to use. Uh, really appreciate you both coming on the show today. We've had Ryan Humphrey, who is a board of, on the board of directors at the YMCA, and John Mykos, who is a COO and Executive Vice President of the um, YMCA of Greater Kansas City. John, uh, welcome. I'm glad you're in Kansas City. I'm glad that you came here. I'm glad you're doing great things. And uh, congrats on your uh, your service record uh, working for the Y for all these years. I think it's pretty amazing. And, you know, I really appreciate you coming on today, both of you, to educate our listeners about all the different programs you have going on, the renovations, the new projects, uh, the, the Challenger Fashion Show, all these great things you're doing to help Kansas City. It's pretty amazing. Well, thank you so much, Jason. Thanks for coming on, and thanks for listening to Grill Nation Show. Again, you can listen to us every week and online at grillnationshow.com as well as on iTunes. Again, connect with the YMCA at KansasCityYMCA.org and also on Twitter at Kansas City YMCA. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week.